welcome to the Screamcast episode 143. I am Sean Drager, and with me is Brad Henderson. Hey, Sean. Hey, Brad. Joining us on the podcast today, we are doing a Fantastic Fest uh, newbie episode. How to Fantastic uh, Fest. Fantastic shit. Properly. What? To live. What? How to Fantastic Fest. How to Fantastic Fest. There you go. I hadn't we, we hadn't discussed the title yet, so I apologize. Um, I mean, that's probably a really bad title. Don't use that. I think it's a great title. That's good. <laughs> we're we're we're, we're, we're going to roll with it. So, <laughs> joining us is oh shit. Oh, hold on. You already forgot oh. their names. No, no, I had written it down and then I closed out of that tab. It, it says it on the screen. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it, on it, John Athan Barkan. Ooh, Barkan, no. there you go. Whoa. Jonathan Barkan is joining us, uh, as well as Brad McCarg. Gentlemen, what's up? Hello, sir. How are you doing this evening? I'm good. Uh, you, so you two, uh, you two joining us on the show here. Uh, you, you and you new guys. Um, Brad McCarg, I'm familiar, familiar with on Twitter. We have been Twitter friends for quite some time. Um, so I want to, uh, to give it to you guys as we get going here. Let everyone know, uh, you know, who the hell you are and uh, and where people can find you and all that. So, Jonathan, I'll have you start. Uh, hello. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Uh, as was said, my name is Jonathan Barkan. I am the managing editor of Dread Central. And you can find me on Twitter at Jonathan Barkan. Awesome. Brad McCargo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Brad. I um I am a programmer and a host for the Tell You Ride Horror Show. I contribute occasionally to Dread Central, and um, that's pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter at Brad McCart. Awesome. You guys should be more proud. Just saying. You really like, but how? Like, you could just maybe be a little bit more boisterous about this whole thing, you know. So I mean, I showed it like an influx in your voice. Here's the thing: I'm more in a state of shock and awe that I've been invited onto the Screamcast. I'm, I feel honored. So I'm just sitting here like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I write some stuff. Hey, we've only had John Cassier, you know. Who, who cares? So, so Brad Henderson, why have you gathered us together today? Yeah. Well, uh, my initial idea is I was writing like a to-do list. Um, initially, I was putting together like a you know kind of a do's and don'ts, and uh, mainly making up like an unofficial you know uh, you know unwritten law guide for Fantastic Fest. Um, and uh, Brad McCart, he uh, I always say Card just to fuck with him, and now I can't say his proper name um I, I i threw it i threw it to brad and then he oh, was yeah. like you know hey how about if we do this and i was like yeah sure that's even more fun because uh, sometimes you know people just don't read anymore i mean they like to listen we've noticed that with the show for sure i just know? listen to words in my ears i don't read yeah anything. they just read the title and then they comment ah fantastic that sucks um I so the headline and then i comment <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. So what we're going to do is, uh, you know, for newbies, uh, answer questions. I've been going to Fantastic Fest since um, 2010. Um, and then... Good, I got you beat. How long have you been going? Or you, you started going before um, me, though. Exception, 
Yeah, with the exception of last year, I've been to every Fantastic Fest since 2009. All right, so yeah, so we're... Same number. Yeah, we're, yeah you don't have a beat. You 40. missed a year. It's like the same amount of years. In terms of who started earlier, oh, oh, oh man, you contrarian. <laughs> so, so we, we we've been doing this for a while. You know, we've been to the different venues. We saw Fantastic Fest grow uh, as far as even programming to you know venues to what they've started out. You know, and how big they've actually gotten. And I mean, honestly, like looking at it, if you just like watch footage of past Fantastic Fest, you can get a little overwhelmed because I don't know, like even if you listen to this 10 times and read every, I don't know why you'd listen to this once, but um, if you're reading about it, watching everything, like nothing can prepare you for as much fun as you're going to have. Um, just because it's just insane. And what we're going to do is we're just going to run through just a few things, like little tips and like it cheats to, in order to survive it. Cause I know my f- first Fantastic Fest, um, I only did like, I think maybe three or four days that first time. And I, uh, dude, by like day two on my like second movie, I was almost fucking dead. Like I was just so excited to be there. And then like I hit a wall. And, um, you know, I've just learned, I mean, you're watching four to five movies a day. Um, you're hanging out, you're drinking, like your ass is going to get fucking tired and you got seven, what, seven days to do all this shit over and over and over. Like it can wear you down pretty hard. So that's why we're here to give you a little tips and tricks and, you know, help you out for any first, first time Fantastic Fest people. And also to talk people into getting their ass to Fantastic Fest. Well, as a first-time Fantastic Fest attendee, I am grateful for people like yourself. <laughs> so, so what do we need? We need condoms. Uh, we need cold sore medication uh, and orange juice. Yes, and a shot of penicillin. <laughs> a lot more. A lot more. You need. You need, to, you, need, you need to prepare. So, 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 Brad, from what? What would you say from like two thousand nine? To, you know, let, let's just even pick Lake Line when I thought that was insane with some of the stuff they were doing. I mean, because that was the stunt, stunt thing that they were doing, like in the parking lot, like blowing up cars and jumping off yeah. the roof. Um, so, so kind of just the, the story of Fantastic Fest starting back in 2009 when it was mainly just about movies and then it turned out to be like stunts and theatrics later on. So, you know, what was 2009 like? Oh, Jesus. Um, Reach back into your... You know, I can't remember much of it, obviously. I remember drinking a lot. Um, So that might contribute to some of those, you know, gaps in memory there. Um, But it was my first film festival and when I had first started writing about horror films. So for me, a lot of it was just like tag along with the two or three people I knew. And just try to experience everything. And you're right, though. It was incredibly overwhelming, you know, for someone who was so new to the whole film journalism thing and just new to film festivals in general. And I just, you know, I bit the bullet. I went like the full eight days my first year. And, you know, it's, 
it ended up just being one of the best experiences of my life. And, you know, obviously I ended up going every year since then, save for last year. So, you know, specifics, I sure as shit couldn't give you <laughs> many beyond some of the photos. I remember doing really terrible karaoke. Um, be, yeah, beyond that, I could not give you any specifics as to what happened. Because I was eight years yeah. ago. You know, I'm still in my 20s, for God's sake. Well, I mean, let's just think about the evolution of karaoke at Fantastic Fest. So... For people that like to do karaoke, um, what started out as something small ended up being something grand. So they have this band come in that's called Karaoke Apocalypse. Um, that is one of the best bands in the fucking world. And they have just this massive song list that you can choose from. And they play live and they fucking cheer you on and they help you. And it's usually hosted by Allison Murphy, who is just the best person in the whole entire world. Um, but it's just so awesome to watch, you know, because we don't only just have us. I mean, fucking Elijah Wood has been on there. Nacho has went, Nacho Vigalando has been on stage and just went insane. Uh, mm -hmm. Pat Healy, like did strutter last year, or I guess that was at South by, um, uh, earlier this year. But, um, I mean, everybody just gets on stage and it's just, it's just so much fun to watch these drunk people do this like badass karaoke because I mean, there's just so much momentum when you get on stage and you actually have a real band behind you. It's not like plus press play for a DJ and like you read words, but like this is super energetic yep. and it's just, it's just a blast. And like, you know, the crowd is just cheering you on. No one's like, it's not like normal karaoke where everybody's sitting quiet and like claps for you at the end. No, I mean, you have people moshing in the pit. You have people going crazy. You have a little bit of crowd surfing. I mean, it is insane. Um, so yeah, definitely hit up. Uh, usually there's like a block for karaoke apocalypse and you got to sign up soon. You know, uh, they actually have a list that you can, uh, pick your song and need to sign up ahead of time because it fills up really quickly. Um, so if you're into karaoke and you want to do karaoke apocalypse, be there, be there early so you can sign up. And I mean, if you just want to watch, it's still just a blast. I don't think I've ever sang on stage, but I, I try not to miss karaoke apocalypse. Yeah, but also, I mean, karaoke apocalypse is awesome. All the karaoke but, rooms too. The karaoke rooms because you pretty much do karaoke every single night if you want. You get your you get basically a private server throughout the entire thing, and you know they're all themed. The song list is actually pretty damn good. Yeah, um, I did it just once last year, but. I mean, if you can't get into karaoke apocalypse or you'd rather not sing in front of a yeah, group. Yeah, you get with your close friends. The karaoke yeah. rooms are so much fun. So I'm going to go ahead and pose a question for each of you. What is your go-to karaoke song? I've never done it, but if I did, it would probably be Bloodstains by Agent Orange. All right, so when we're at uh, Fantastic Fest in a couple of weeks, we're going to get a room and I'm going to hear you sing Bloodstains <laughs> by Agent Orange, right? Uh, you might, yeah. We 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 might we might do that. I'm, I'm I, I won't okay. I won't be there, but mine's always uh, talk dirty to me about poison. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I for me it depends on what's available. Last time I did Jesus, He Knows Me by Genesis, <laughs> but it was like 
a metal version and I kept pointing at the sky <laughs> for some reason. Of course. Or I'll do uh, the dynamite hack version of Boys. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> McCard, but so, don't you also do stuff from like musical theater, like from If I could find someone to do the confrontation from Les Miserables with me, I'd be fucking over the okay, map. <laughs> well, I can assure you that I will not be that person. Oh, that and my old roommate, he's got like the voice of an angel despite being like a 350 pound former bouncer. What does that have to do and with And he and I have always wanted to do. <laughs> Why does his weight matter? Wanted to do, uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> because he's the type of guy where you look at him, you don't think he has the voice, the of, voice an of an angel. Okay, I got you. No, I, I, I see your point. I see your point. Um, so, but the, the theme rooms, oh, no. like you mentioned the theme rooms, so they have like a metal, a black metal room. Okay, which, that's it. We're going into yeah. that. Which I think is the biggest, right? Like, it f- seats like 30 people or some shit. We're getting 30 people. Oh, I don't know. I I did the space room, I think. The the fifth the fifth There's dimension space. room, I think they call it. But it has, like, the... Why are we talking about any other room? There's a black metal room. <laughs> but they have, like, a like, gaming room. I'm going to be my cult KVLT metal going. Y'all yeah. don't know. <laughs> The Mario Brothers room, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like Mario Brothers, and then they have, um, like a circus one, um, and then they have like a haunted one that's like boarded up and shit. Um, I, oh, I don't know if cool. I've been to the other two, but I think there's seven, seven rooms altogether. But, you know, yeah. In general, they all sound like they're rather entertaining. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all really nice and they're set up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty sweet. So, uh, there's plenty of karaoke to go around. Like Brad said, there's, you know, there's karaoke every night. And, you know, even if you don't want to do it in front of a crowd, you just want to get, you know, some of your closest friends, you can rent out the room and, uh, do it that way. But the, the rent's free during Fantastic Fest, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe so. I didn't pay last Yeah, time. I, I, yeah, I just think you need to sign up ahead of time and re- request the room. I believe they're free for Fantastic Fest, but, uh, you know, they're open year-round pretty much. And uh, other than that, it's like, you know, so many dollars per hour. But if you have a group of, like, you know, ten people, you know, each pitch in a couple bucks, it's fairly cheap. Yeah, there's several places like yeah, that in the city where I live, and it's it's something like $30, $35 for an hour and when you get six seven eight people you all throw down a five dollar bill and you're perfectly fine yeah so but yeah that that's that's kind of the karaoke it's going to be around you all the time um and i i suggest doing something because it's you know it, there's it also it helps and it, you will kind of get into this uh periodically um when we're talking about the day and your week going through um sometimes uh, even though we're there to watch movies and hang out with friends, sometimes it's good to skip a movie, um, in order to re- recoup, uh, you know, so you don't exhaust yourself. Um, also it helps around, you know, maybe the eight o'clock PM, uh, time frame is to jump in that karaoke room with some friends before you hit the midnighter. So you're amped, your adrenaline's going, because the hardest thing to do, even though we look forward to midnights and we love midnights, and that's like what we love to do, hitting that midnight slot sometimes can be really, really, really fucking tough, because that could be your fourth or fifth movie that day, Um, and you can be drained. I don't care if you're like, oh, I watch eight movies a day. This is nothing like that. Like... I think I've fallen asleep at every <laughs> So, so there's like little tips that I'll give you, like to try to stay awake. Because, dude, I, I, 
I've run fucking marathons at my house with people. I'm totally cool for the entire day. I've done 18 hours. I'm cool. But you have to understand, like, you're getting up early just from doing your partying and night of drinking and staying up till 2 a.m. You're at the theater to see your first movie at 11. Uh, each After each film, you're outside in sometimes the hot sun, um, you know, still drinking, and, you know, you go back inside and there's a lot of waiting during Fantastic Fest. And sometimes that can wear you down. Um, so my suggestions are always walk around. There's a cool, plenty of cool things around. Um, do you ever go to that coffee place that, uh, Medi- uh is it pronounced Medici? Medici? Something like that? Uh, Medici. What is it called? Medici? Medici. Medici. Okay. Uh, yeah. but th- th- it's a cool ass coffee place. You can go for, uh, a cup of coffee. Um, a really nice, relaxing place. Also, if you just want to chill out and write. So, uh, Jonathan, you might want to hit that place up while you're there. So um, that's going to be interesting because I'm that rare human being that doesn't imbibe caffeine. Mm. Like I quit, I quit coffee and caffeinated tea something like nine years ago. So powering through Fantastic Fest is going to be a rather interesting test of endurance. Okay. They're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do in order to, like, as far as, like, motivation, getting a drink in the morning? Because with me, like, and, you know, I, I usually have, like, a quick quick bite, you know, maybe, like, like an egg or, you know, a slice of bacon and sometimes uh, the low-carb Monster Energy drinks or uh, coffee, which is coffee's like, usually seven times, um, you know, once every day. <laughs> seven days a week um, my morning usually consists of actually a one of those hundred calorie protein shakes and a banana like that's usually my breakfast all right so your place to hit um and i can't recall the name of it but it faces uh south lamar um it's right in front of that um that bar that bison bar you know what i'm talking about brad there's a bison bar yeah the place with like that you order in the food truck and then you go sit down in the bar that does not ring a bell. It's like red and black. It looks like a black metal restaurant. It's crazy. Huh. I'll just so, check it yeah. out. I mean, is it new? Uh, no, no. It's been there for some time. The place that I'm talking about that's on kind of the inside, on the side of uh, South Lamar, there's like a, like a, you know, a health, health food, like snack place. Like you can get a lot of healthy foods. You can get smoothies. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those like organic, like, you know, places, but there's some really good food and some really good meals too. So you might want to be, and they got places to sit and you can write. So that might be up your alley, Jonathan. That sounds like it will be perfect. Yeah. uh, Here's the thing. Fantastic Fest is going to screw me over in so many ways because for the past, uh, several months, I've been very careful about, uh, diet and exercise, and I've actually lost over 20 pounds, and I have a feeling I'm going to gain about five of them back. Well, it depends. Did you say five? Yeah, that five's an understatement. That, yeah. All right. <laughs> More closer to ten. So, then, then you better believe I'm going to be watching everything. I'm going to be that dick that's like, sorry guys, I can't drink. I already hit my daily calories. Like, <laughs> I will be that person. Well, here's here's the thing, and, and you know, this is this is uh, something to just try to survive on. So a lot of people are like that. I mean, there's a lot of uh, people that are vegetarians that go too. Um, they have uh, you know a vegetarian um, you know uh, options. 
in in the draft house. Um, side salads are your friend uh, there because the side salads are actually pretty good and they're bigger. So they have plenty of salads and stuff like that you can eat. Um, I think they actually have like a big salad menu, if I recall. Like I usually get like the Mexican salad or something like that. Um, but uh, you know, there's plenty of water. Uh, they, they give out water and mostly every screening automatically, like they usually have it by the door. So you pick up your, um, uh, your cup of water before the screening, um, which is a, which is a good thing to have because during that sleepy time, if you were sipping on something cold, it kind of, you know, helps you keep awake just a tiny bit, which I I've learned, um, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of healthy options. There's also, um, you know, if you eat meat, you're a meat eater. Uh, there is Shake Shack now on the corner, which um, they actually do um, a healthy option where you can do a um, uh, a burger in a basket. So you're not getting the bread. So you're able to, you know, knock off a few of those carbs and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's those options. And one thing I always tell people, and I know uh, Brad does this a lot, is that you can fucking walk, dude. Walk down to some of the taco places around, um, and yeah, that that will help. Mountain is right around the corner. Yeah, and oh, it, yeah, that's that's one of the big things, especially because I have a puppy. I have to walk him very frequently, and I got a Fitbit, and it, you know, I need to hit my eight thousand steps per day, and I'm pretty militant about that. So walking is going to be a big part of it. Plus the, uh, the Airbnb that I got because I'm going to be there the whole time. Like I get in on the 20th and I leave the 29th. So I'm there the entire time. Uh, the Airbnb that I got, there's a, uh, gym in the apartment complex that I plan on hitting. If not every day, then every other day. So I'm going to be like, I re, I'm really there for the full experience, you know, watching movies, eating the food, doing the karaoke, going to the parties, but I'm also really committed to trying to make it as have as little of an impact upon me as possible. You already failed. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I admire that optimism, but cuz after those 9 right. days, you are going to hate yourself <laughs> more than you've ever hated anything in your life. You're going to return home and just look in the mirror at the bags <laughs> of your eyes, extra spare tire around your waist, and you're just going to cry. Um, it's going to be worth it's it. It's totally worth it. But you're going to cry. See, here's the, here's the thing uh, is that, you know, it, it, especially with, with you covering the fest, you have it a little bit tougher than just people going there to, like, chill and relax because we have the option of press screenings. And the press screenings start two hours before fucking Fantastic Fest. So if you want to... Fucking 8 a.m. Yeah, fucking press 8 a.m. press screenings that you want to get to because, you know, maybe you didn't get into the film that sold out almost immediately, so you have to hit the press screening the next day, and your movie ended at 2 a.m. the previous night. So you get home, like, at 2.30, you sleep until, like, fucking, you know... 
seven o'clock and then your ass has to haul ass to the drive ha- draft house to make that movie dude i feel you man jonathan i feel you because i think that every fucking time i go i was like man i'm gonna be really healthy this time and i just fuck up <laughs> i just fuck up every time like i'm, I'm gonna walk by like day two. yeah i'm gonna do this and then by day two you're like fuck man it feels like i'm day 35 i don't want to leave but i'm miserable i'm just gonna go see a movie I just I just remember by like day four or five, you meet with a bunch of friends at a place for brunch, and you just kind of sit there in silence, staring at your coffee. You're just like, we have three more days of this, it's dude. Like, day I, one and two at this point, man. Oh my god, because <laughs> it's it's like it's like that now because like how the day like progresses and stuff. Um, I'm getting scared. Okay. Yeah, you need to be. It's fine. You're getting scared, dude. You don't even know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but the, the t- tips and tricks of the fest, man, is like you know, if you, uh, there is plenty of beer to go around because Shinerbach usually sponsors the fest. Um, and it, but remember, there's beer that's better than Shinerbach. Yeah, you know, there, there is, but I'm talking about like free beer because Shinerbach just is floating around in like fucking buckets and you can drink as much as you want. Uh, usually when you, the, the films are in the Shiner theater, uh, oh, you yeah. get a beer right in front of you automatically. This and is so dangerous. Totally Why am I about doing that. this? So yeah, I mean, like you can scoot by mainly on free beer. The entire fest. I mean, if you're drinking just to, you know, drink occasionally and not to get drunk, you can get plenty of free beer through the day. Um, but that also means drink lots of water and fucking walk to your destinations. Um, number one, it, you know, this is, uh, something that has come up is that with, you know, uh, kind of the devastation that's happened in Houston, um, you know, gas prices have skyrocketed in Austin. So don't be fucking driving because Uber's going to jack up their prices. Lyft's going to jack up their prices. Um, you know, I, I think I was talking to Jenny Lee the other day, or I was talking to Jenny Lee and I think she said fucking, um, gas prices is going up like almost five bucks a gallon there. Yeah. So well, we lucked out. Our, our place is literally a five. But that's walk good though. You want to walk, like no fucking driving. Like you want to walk because that that also helps you. You know, it helps you. You know, stay motivated. You're not just fucking slagging around and being a big slosh. You know, so walking, drinking plenty of water. Um, you know, and, and that's another thing is like you know, don't go in there thinking that you're, you know, gonna oh this is not this is nothing. Because if you push yourself, man, you're going to burn yourself out by day two, and it's not fun. Because then you're going to want to sleep in the next day, and you're going to miss, like, two movies, and then you're going to, like, hit your afternoon movie, or your, you know, three o'clock movie, and that's going to be a, a, you know, you're not going to like the movie uh, sometimes. And, like, that one bad movie can throw off your day, and then you're just going to go home. So, you know, you you really have to pay attention to your schedule, um, you really have to pace yourself. You have to think, this is what I'm going to do at this time. And it may not always happen because, uh, one thing you can have your schedule all planned out to a T. A movie gets pulled, movie screenings change. Like nothing is ever solid or concrete with Fantastic now, Fest. Oh, that's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Isn't there apparently some strange like lottery system or something? Um, yeah. So I don't know. It changed, it has changed over the years, but for the past, I think, three years, it's stayed the same. 
Um, Brad, you since I'm talking all the but talking a lot, you take this one. Well, it's still the uh, the day before um, each showing or the day before uh, you lo- log online to the your your badge site. You know, there's a special URL and you use your number and all that jazz, and you basically select the top the movies you want to see in order in each slot. So there's generally four to five movies in each slot, uh, each time slot. So you select the first one you want to see, then the second one, then the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one. And then it's just basically a random lottery down the line. So if you're lucky, you'll get your first picks for every slot. Yeah, you get to choose backups. Yeah, if you don't get your first, you'll be tossed into the second, then the third, then the fourth, and the fifth. Um, it doesn't matter what time you do it, so long as you do it before, like, I think, like 10 p.m., the day before that, that may have changed or I could be completely wrong there. But, um, and if you don't select anything, you're just going to miss that slot entirely. Um, it, it's an effective system, but it makes the mornings kind of a pain because you wake up and you check and then you can kind of hear the resounding yes or the resounding fuck like the entire <laughs> yeah. city of Austin. Cause people like, you know, they were, they were gunning for that one film and they didn't get it, and they ended up getting like their number four film. That generally only happens in the first half of the festival. Yeah. By the second, second half, half is a lot you easier. Pretty yeah. much, can see everything that you want. But those one-time screenings, uh, especially secret screenings and stuff with the press people, yeah, it yeah. works out a tiny bit because sometimes they do press screenings for the secret screenings the following day. Maybe not all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Brad's right. So like you, you have a certain time period. It doesn't matter when you do it, but you have an, like an allocated, you know, block of time that you do your, uh, picks. So you have like, you know, your first showing, there's three different movies playing. I choose, you know, uh, like let's just use some of the films, for example. So like, uh, um, you know, 11 a.m. Anna and the apocalypse starts, uh, at 11.15, Apple Cart starts, and then Bad Genius plays at, like, 12 o'clock. So that is your first time slot. So you're able to pick, uh, like, let's say I want to see Apple Cart the most, so that's my first one. My backup will be Anna and the Apocalypse. And then my third film, if I don't get those two, I'll pick Bad Genius. And you're almost guaranteed one of those slots. Uh, very rarely something will be sold out completely. Um, and most of the time they have more than three movies playing. It's usually five at, at, at a given time. So that's kind of how the tick, that's the, what are you, so go ahead. Okay. I was gonna say, that's a crazy thing though, about like everyone before the fest starts, as soon as the schedule gets released, they'll be like, all right, I got my schedule all buttoned up. I'm like, man, just toss it out the window. Cause it's gone the first day. Some, yeah, some people, fantastic. Fest is the, it's the greatest choose your own adventure ever. Yeah, it, with me, I've tried them. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried with both. I've tried with a schedule, um, and I've tried without. And I've always had better luck without. Like it's good to like look at it to kind of at least you know figure out what plays less. You know, uh, one time screenings, you know, special screenings, stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, there's just so much change. And during the second half of the fest. That's when they start adding buzz screenings. So the films that get a lot of buzz and a lot and the people are going crazy about, they'll add them for like, you know, cause usually films play three times. 
um, unless it's something, you know, secretive or something special. Um, if those films are good, they'll play a fourth or even a fifth time. Um, so that can throw off your schedule too, because you may want to check it out. Like, Oh, I want to see this movie so bad. This is my number one, but you know, um, you know, maybe it's playing up against the secret screening. So I want to try that first because I know my movie that I want to see that I came to Fantastic Fest for plays three times. I'll just hold mm-hmm. off on that. And that's kind of where the schedule comes in to help you just so you know what to expect. And you can, you know, something that you really want to see. You don't have to be there first in line and first to see it. You know, push it, maybe push it back a few times and hit the films that maybe, you know, the, you know, the Agfa screenings that are playing one time, uh, they'll maybe play a little, maybe twice. Usually they play twice or, you know, the kind of the repertory screenings or, you know, I imagine there's going to be a couple secret screenings this year. Um, so, uh, you know, like I said, just, you know, pace yourself with that. Definitely pay attention to the schedule, but don't try to get something hard and concrete where it's going to, because they're going to pull a movie. Things are going to get switched. Things will be pulled off the schedule and put on a different day. Like things are going to happen. And it's really hard to keep up with that because as soon as that happens, like it just fucks everything up. Mm-hmm. I've found it's best to have a loose plan. Yeah. Like find like the five, six, seven films you absolutely need to see. And then like planar initials, like I'm going to see it here, 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 and here. But if I don't see it here, 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 and here, I'm going to see it here, 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 and here. We also have the added benefit of the press screenings. Of, yeah, which throws another thing off. The screen yeah. library as press. Um, so like you can knock out like a third of the films if you ha- if you know you have the endurance and the time before the festival even starts. And it- Plus, there are going to be films you don't want to see or you don't really care to see. Yeah. So as press. If you miss a film that you desperately want to see, unless it screens once, like the Great Year Next fiasco of 2010. Oh, God. 2011, that was a fucking nightmare. Got, Jesus Christ. Over so many people. Uh, it's 2011, I think. Um, unless, like, they, they, they pull a screening and they only have one and you don't get in and you're completely fucked. Um, or you just, you're hungover and you just can't make the final screening. You're gonna see everything you want to see, yeah. Okay. For, for the for the most part, yeah. And then that's not oh, very reassuring. Yeah. And then a cool thing too, which we'll get into, is as far as the ticketing system. So the day after, uh, you know, the the following morning, you'll get the screenings that you know you chose. Uh, whether it's the first tier film, the second tier, third tier, whatever it is, you do have the option to go in there and search to see if there's any tickets available for you to switch. Yep. So maybe on that, like I said, 11 o'clock and, uh, the, and the apocalypse starts. Um, and that's what I really wanted to see, but I got my second choice apple cart. Um, you know, uh, there is a time frame. There's a cutoff. I think it's 30 minutes before the screening. Uh, don't relinquish your ticket. Because if you do that, you may not get anything. You want to transfer a trade. I, I can't think of the terminology on the button that they have. But you have the option to switch. And you can see what is available. So, you know, I let's say I wanted to really see an apocalypse because that fits my schedule better. I can go ahead and transfer my ticket. I'll get the an apocalypse ticket. And then Apple Cart will become available. Which also is very helpful with friends. Because if you time it perfectly. And you're sitting next to your friend. 
you can't go up and say, hey, do you want to see this and I'll see your movie? No. You have to, like, (laughs) time it perfectly so when you do that, you're able to switch it at the exact same time and you're both able to get what you want. Um, So always be checking um, ABC. Uh, That was my Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. (laughs) No big deal. Um, So you have, um, you know... Even if you don't get what you want, don't be so discouraged that, you know, oh, man, I don't even want to see this movie. No, you have plenty of opportunities throughout the day because, you know, people trade in their tickets. They can't make something. And there's also a standby line. So, um, you know, you can stand in the standby line. And then uh, what will happen is that they'll let everybody into the theater that actually has a ticket. And then um, once they're in, they'll count the seats that are available, and they'll go to the standby line and count how many people are in line. They'll say, okay, we have 20 empty seats. The first 20 people can go in. Um, so so that happens because there are some dickheads that get the tickets and then don't show up. Uh, don't do that because Fantastic Fest is watching. Uh, it's not – you know, you don't actually have a physical ticket. It's all computerized, so they know when you don't show up because if they don't scan your badge uh, during that screening, they know you didn't attend, um, and you can be penalized for that. I will do the penalizations. Um, that just means you have to lay in bed with me for like 30 minutes. I'm skipping every screening. <laughs> so, um, you know, just keep that in mind, too. So a- any newbies, that's kind of how the rules work. Um, and, and the thing is, is that no one really tells you those types of things. Uh, you may hear it from a volunteer. Um, and that goes into another thing. Be respectful for the volunteers because most of them are pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, and they actually do a lot of work. So just a heads up. They make the fest actually. Yeah, if it wasn't for them, you, you wouldn't be able to do it's it. It's not a logistical nightmare because of them. They actually make it run smoothly. Yeah, and and they try and they try really hard, and you can't tip them, so you know at least pay them some respect. Um, you know, and they get to see the movies too. But I mean, they're in the hot sun, helping you out to make sure you get to the screening you want to. Um, so yeah, and also the wait staff too. I don't care if you go because you can't eat in every uh, screening. It's impossible. Don't do that. That's an awful idea. Um, even though I like draft house food, don't eat draft draft house food every day and every screening because you'll make yourself sick. Um, and you'll run out of money. Yeah, fast. you'll run out because it's kind of expensive. Um, so um, my suggestion is always bring some dollar bills with you um, because uh, you know you're going to sit down and you're going to at least want a water. Um, that waiter's going to bring you a water, water's free, and you don't have a way to tip them. So it's always nice to throw them a buck, uh, if you get something from them that's free. So just a heads up, you know, always tip your wait staff, because like I said, you're not going to order something every time you're at a screening. It's going to get incredibly expensive because even soda's like $5 for like a cup of soda. Yeah. So, um. Plus the, the cash thing is beneficial if you, on the off chance you want to walk out of a movie. Yes. And you did order food, you can just drop cash and then leave. And that also comes in really handy because uh, we are dealing with computers, and every once in a while there is a slowdown on running checks. Uh, so sometimes you can be in a screening sitting after it's way, way over. Everybody's exited the theater aside from your line because there's something wrong with the machine. So it's always good and to have cash to drop that. 
Um, so you can walk out early. Not not walk out of the movie, but yeah, you know, pay for it. Your food will get um like you'll order something and it will not come out at least once. <laughs> yeah, that's why you have order cards. You know. And your order will be uh, screwed up at least once. And that that's not the fault of yeah, anything. That really. just happens. It's the, the intrinsic, you know, side effect of you know, one server for four rows of Yeah. And you have Yeah, what is there ten theaters at the draft house and there's eight of them playing Fantastic Fest movies? Um, you know, I mean every theater is almost especially the first half is packed to the brim. Um, so you have to think at least 80% of those people are ordering food. That's a lot of fucking orders. So, you know, that's why it's be respectful to the volunteers and wait staff. Cause they're also doing this in the dark, by the way. Um, you know, cause and they're trying to not interfere with the movie. So they're trying to be quiet, duck down. I mean, cause you know, even though we're have that arch, you know, that arch seating or something, um, you know, they still bend down and they're running like a fucking hunchback, uh, you know, between seats and aisles in order to get your food to you. So, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. So always keep that in mind before you throw an order card or, you know, give somebody some attitude or strong arm people like, you know, Brad does. Um, <laughs> you know, just be careful before you, you know, think before you speak because there's a lot going on and it's just not about you anyway. It's about everybody and enjoying the movies. So who cares if you didn't get butter on your popcorn? Fucking deal with it. Um, but anyway, and plus don't order fucking popcorn. Like pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to the movie. Here, here's the thing. Pay attention to the movies that you're seeing because you can kind of gather, is this going to be a quiet movie or is this going to be a fucking action packed movie? Um, cause eating chips or popcorn during Frank Grillo's Wheelman might be okay. Um, but eating popcorn or something during, uh, a quiet movie, like, I can't think of any, is there any quiet, like, Miss Zombie, remember that one? What is it? Miss Zombie? What is that? Or Mobius. Oh, Mobius. Okay, so yeah, Mobius, alright, so that's a past movie. Mobius is a, and you knew it was, uh, no dialogue in the film, uh, at all. Uh, so, you knew that going in. So don't eat fucking chips or popcorn during that screening because everybody can fucking hear you. Um, That's when I order wings and I slurp them. <laughs> so, so yeah, just just be aware of the movies you're going into because I'm not saying you can't enjoy your food, obviously. But there's also a way to have, like, chip etiquette and popcorn etiquette um, while eating. So, you know, don't be tossing your – because, dude, I've sat with people where they t- – have you ever had a head tosser when they throw popcorn in their mouth? It looks like they're getting fucking whiplash. Like, uh, I fucking hate I that. Yeah, absolutely. And then fucking huh? when they bite a chip, but they're eating, biting into half of it. So it's all like falling down them. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, th- there is a certain way you can still enjoy your food, but try to eat. Like, I like chips too. I've gotten chips before. Um, but I, you know, I also try to eat them to where they're not making a lot of noise. Uh, you also have a veggie plate that's really fucking good with hummus, but you also have some fucking celery sticks and carrots in there, and those fucking carrots can be really fucking loud. Um, so just be careful of what, what you're buying, um, and what you're eating. Uh, not saying you, it's not like any do's or don'ts, like you can't never order popcorn. Just, you know, be, be polite, you know? 
when, when you when you order stuff Wait, like John, that. John, have you ever been to the Draft House before? I can't remember. Yeah, because I was at South by Southwest this year, so I went to, I think, uh, the majority of the Draft House. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I forgot about that. You, that's where oh, you okay. and I met up. Yeah. Yeah, so, so 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 you know the you know the I mean that's pretty much what Fantastic Fest is like. It's just a lot more calm, um, and it's also a lot more condensed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's all in Southmore. Yeah, yep. so um, yeah, they don't do screenings at the uh, Paramount anymore. They used to the first year I went. Yeah, they did a couple screenings at the Paramount, and that was kind of a bitch to get to, but um, whatever. Um, yeah, that's why. That's why Brad and I are so excited about our Airbnb being a five-minute walk because then we don't have to worry about Uber, Lyft, Rideshare, uh, ride, not not Rideshare, but Ride Austin. And, ride Austin's uh, one of the best ones, I think. Yeah, and whatever the other one is. Um, we can leave like 15 minutes before a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. And that's why we're excited because um, it's walking is not going to be a problem because I don't plan – on driving anywhere or being driven anywhere unless we go to Brad, what's that place called? Salt Lick? Mm. Salt Lick. I think like we may go to that. I know no one does that the day before anymore. Yeah. Brad, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Salt, Salt Lick is a, it's like a 40 minute drive. Yeah. It's really out there. In that so, case, there, are, there are other area uh, barbecue joints around that are just as good. Yeah. Or we can just, you know, make a bunch of food at the place that we're renting. Yeah. Like, we can invite a few people over. Which is not ever a bad idea to hit up some Whole Foods before the fest or uh, H-E-B. Yep, H-E-B. We we have an H-E-B run planned for the day before. Yeah, which is always a really good idea. But, yeah, Salt Salt Lake used to be a big, big tradition. But um, what happens is that there's always assholes that – because it's like 40 bucks to eat. You know, but you get every you get as much food as you want. Um, but it's uh, it's dinner style, so you just sit down and they bring you a plate and they bring you just large amounts of food and you pile up as much as you want and they don't stop bringing it until they see that you can't eat anymore. Um, but there's always some asshole that just leaves and the person running the thing gets stick stuck with the forty dollars. Uh, two people leave, that adds up. And we've had that happen way too many times where two or three people just don't pay. They just walk out. Um, and I, Are they under the same impression that Salt Lick is sponsoring Fantastic Fest like Shinerbach? No, no. It's just it's just a thing that we – you know, it's just a, an old tradition that was there. Um, and then usually no, – I mean the people, the people who leave. Um, no. No, they're just dicks. Yeah, they're just dicks, okay. man. Okay. Like, uh, you know, as much as I love Fantastic Fest, there's some really skeezy people that show up. Um, but, uh, you know, and we used to be fun because we used to do that. And then we used to hit up uh, pin, uh, pin, was it pinballs? Pinballs, I think, was like that. Yeah. And Peter Pan. That Peter Pan Golf. Um, the, the mini golf place. Yeah. P- Peter Pan Golf. So I, you know, I don't I know what I, I have to interject real quick. I yeah. apologize, Brad. Um, I just find it funny that you say we hit up pinballs and then go to Peter Pan's because we have a place in the city that I live in called Pinball Pete's, and I was like, <laughs> this is just too weird. Is it a pinball oh. and mini golf course? It is not, but it is like oh. a big classic pinball arcade type place that has arcade units from like the seventies all the way up to like you know things that came out a month ago. Yeah, it's kind of it's mostly pinball machines at at pinballs. I mean, they do have a lot of games, but it's it's a it's a lot of fun. Very cool. So, yeah, the 
the mini golf thing is usually sponsored by Fantastic Fest. So it's like most like invite it's, only sometimes, <laughs> right? Um, generally it's an open invite, but not as many people show up the day before the festival starts. Yeah. So it is, I guess, kind of in a way an invite only type thing. Cause only like, like a lot of the press people show up early. Some of the filmmakers, stuff like that. But, um, I just remember it being, uh, sponsored by Fantastic Fest and they had free beer and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I, I kind of backed out of that uh, stuff a, a couple years ago just because it got got way too confusing and, you know, people just weren't into it anymore. So um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens this year. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, I mean, that's kind of the, you know, a, a few a few tips and uh, stuff like that. Um, the one thing I can say uh, that we definitely – you you can't miss is um itchio yes i've been hearing a lot about them and i really 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 want itchio's from denver right bran uh yeah if not denver then like fort collins or something like that somewhere in colorado yeah so this started in the year that it follows played which was what 2015 um Yes, that was my last year there, I believe. Okay, so, um, yeah, that was, uh, because I really didn't know anything about them. I just heard that they were playing. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I won't forget, I walked out of It Follows, um, not like walked out. I waited till the movie is over. Um, and I got to the lobby, and there was this guy in this black mask with a sombrero, um, Riding a tricycle in the lobby, not in the actual highball where this concert is happening. He's riding a tricycle and he's opening up the doors and then going outside and riding down the street. And on the back of his tricycle, he has an amplifier that's playing the music from inside the concert. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And uh, Peter Hall said, dude, go in and watch this band. It's nuts. And I went in and there's like, Fucking, I'm not exact. This is not an exaggeration. There's at least 30 people in the band. Um, I think they're up to almost 50. Now. Yeah, I read about they're almost up to 50. Now, not all 50 are playing instruments. We don't have like Uber Slipknot on our hands or anything. We have, um, you know, there's, there's they, like, they all make you know, like a dollar each. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we have like eight, eight drummers, you know, a guitarist, a bass player. There's no singer. It's mostly just a drum line. Um, and then you just have a bunch of people that are just walking around messing with you. Um, so if you're claustrophobic or don't like people touching you, um, y- just be wary of well, going don't into go to Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that, no, don't go to Fantastic Fest. <laughs> but, uh, in, um, you know, if you do have a problem, I, I, cause I have seen people like, I've seen them twice and people, I've seen a couple people freak out cause they didn't know what to expect. Um, but these people will surround you to the point where you can't escape. No, no, thank you. And and they'll they'll hold you and like they they're very touchy. Uh, they don't ever like do anything you know silly or you know anything wrong. It's just part of their act. Uh, they all have black masks on. You don't know who the fuck is under there. They're all wearing sombreros and it is fucking hot and sweaty and it's fucking loud as hell. Um, Look, 
Look, I'm going to just ch- chime in real quick and say I have not been held in quite a while. So now I'm really looking forward to seeing Ichio. Well, it's not like held like a baby, like maybe how you want. That's something. Stop. That only. My illusions. That only Please. happens when you get penalized and you have to lay with me for 30 minutes. How many movies do I have to get penalized for before we can have a real cuddle sesh? So, but. Ichio will do this for you, but um Look, yeah, casually avoiding the question. I get <laughs> just don't miss Ichio. It is no, it is um I don't care if you have to skip a movie, but this is something not to miss. Um I don't think you have to worry about skipping a movie this time because they're playing closing night, right? Yeah, I believe so. And best of all, it's likely going to be at an outdoor venue, so it won't be as insanely packed and crowded. Yeah, because both things have been at the highball, which is very, very small uh, when you have yeah, yeah. No. you know 300 people in there. That's one thing, though. Uh, Fantastic Arcade is no longer there. Ooh, that's good news. Which is awesome news. No disrespect to the no, arcade. No, no, no. Sure. It just it it's really not, clutters just- the lobby, man. It clutters the lobby and it clutters the back of the highball, which all the seating is gone now because it's all freaking video games. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no disrespect to Fantastic Fest Arcade. Those games are fun, but it mm-hmm. really does. Uh, like the, the draft it's house is great, but it's not roomy, uh, anymore. Like wow. it's, it's, it's very small. So, um, but yeah, and that goes, let me piggyback off of that. Uh, don't be a dick and stand in the hallway. Cause I have a feeling that you don't need to add anything after don't be a dick. Like That seems to be the running <laughs> Well, here's the thing, is that people think they're going to get in quicker. Uh, they stand in the lobby um, trying to sneak into their movie. Um, because what it is is that what they want you to do before your film is that you have uh, a boarding pass. Uh, you have uh, – I think it's letters now. So you have yeah. boarding group A, B, C, D, and E, and then Z. Um, Z is for people that have uh, relinquished their they old ticket and got it – yeah, that get it did a swap on their ticket. So you're automatically the last uh, to – to be seated. So what will happen is that they'll say boarding group A, um, and then all A's will follow in. Well, they try to put them in line, but what happens is that if you're A, you stand in the hallway, and when you see people starting to enter, you just hop in line. Um, which people do that, and it crowds and clusterfucks the hallway. Um, We're all guilty. We've all done that. No, yeah, no. I I have, depending on the screening, well, depending on the screening and your friends are, because you don't want to hold up a whole aisle. You're not allowed to really hold seats. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, Just be respectful of how many you're holding, you know, because obviously everybody holds seats. Uh, They tell you it's not, you're not allowed, and they'll say it a million times, but it's cool if you do. Just be respectful about it. Don't hold fucking eight seats. Yeah, um, early on, it's like, you know, someone's sitting there. I, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for them to show up. But if, like, your group C and the place is getting crowded and there's two seats next to you and two people show up and you're holding one of them, no, you're not sitting with your friend that day. Relinquish the seats. Yeah, yeah, because what happens is they just walk around, it delays the screening, it delays the day, and then you're not going to get to see or be on time to your next screening because it's just going to fuck everything up. So be, be smart about what you're doing. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, other than that, don't crowd the lobby because it just gets fucking hot and sticky. And there's so many dudes in there that don't take a bath or wear deodorant, people. That's a, oh my God. Please wear deodorant. Because this amount of BO that's at Fantastic Fest can be fucking smelly. Very bad. Yep. Oh um, my God. So make sure you're taking that shower every day. I know it's early, <laughs> but uh, take that shower every day. Wash under those armpits and between your toes and put on some fucking deodorant. I'm not asking you to fucking, you know, take a cologne bath. Don't do that either. Would you suggest uh, some gold bond medicated powder for the gentleman? I thought you were going to say golden showers and I was going to get excited. <laughs> but wow. uh, we won't go, Why not? We won't, we won't go there. Um, yeah, depending on the day, it could probably be <laughs> beneficial. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, those are kind of like a couple do's and don'ts. Uh, another one that they are, Fantastic Fest is afraid to say, um, Draft House is, um, unless you do have a medical condition, if you have any issues with walking or back problems or leg problems, go under the fucking tables especially during the screening because yeah, I'll knock your ass over if you go fucking down the aisle because you don't the, the tables between the seats that you sit in and the tables that are in front of you is very narrow so the people that have to go through especially uh you know if you know depending on your size uh, uh, that you're seating because I always have to get up because I'm relatively, I'm, I guess I'm not really tall, but I'm taller. So, uh, my knees stick out. So I have to stand up in order to let you out. And that blocks the view behind people. And it also disrupts things. The way that the draft house was designed was for you to have easy access getting to your seat under the table and getting out under the table. So do that. You know, and if you have uh, leg problems, back problems, sit at the end, which is the best place for you. Um, but yeah, go under the fucking tables. Lars said it best on his last day. The tables are meant to go under. Go under the fucking tables. Um, so just just pay attention because it's also a dick move to make everybody move for your ass twice because you have to come back. And if you have the poopies, you might have to get up a couple times. <laughs> Ooh, the poop. Yeah, try. They probably just shouldn't come back. Yeah, try not to shit at the draft. Dude, the fucking bathroom is sweltering. Oh my, it's just disgusting. Yeah, because there's so many dudes at Fantastic Fest. Yeah, it's really the best time to poop is in the very like first thing in the morning, if you're gonna poop at the draft house. But, dude, it's yeah, the bathroom. Um, just be wary if you have any germ issues, because I know there's a couple germaphobes that go there, which is totally fine. I'm kind of a germaphobe myself. Um, but um, go to the highball. Yeah. So you might have to wait a little longer, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. The one bathroom at the highball. I'd say they should like get porta potties. I think people were actually discussing that a couple months ago, but out in the freaking Texas heat. Can you imagine how disgusting that would be? God, dude. It, I'm, I'm hoping it's not super hot. So, so uh, I'm not. Are we talking people into going to Fantastic Fest or <laughs> what's no? So it's, it really is. Why like, should so say I was going to 
embark towards Texas, towards Austin, Texas, to partake of Fantastic Fest, what would be the benefit? You get to meet some amazing friends. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that has been, I mean, you see great movies and you party and you drink and you do all that fun shit. You can do that anywhere. You really can. However, for me, the benefit has been putting faces to the names of the people that I've become friends with on like Twitter and Mm -hmm. Facebook and just seeing, you know, seeing that friendship come to life in a real, you know, live setting. And finally meeting all these people who share the same interests as you. It, you know, some of my best friends now attend Fantastic Fest. And it's freaking great because it's the only time I ever get to see them. Because we're scattered throughout the entire world. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but you hate people. <laughs> I hate most people. <laughs> but yeah, I it's... like some people. Yeah, just never be afraid to say hi and strike up a conversation because... Yeah, either one or the other, they know you, um, or you know them, you just don't know it yet, or they're really good friends with your friends and you just don't know it yet. Um, but yeah. And that's the thing, you're all there for the same purpose. It's like, it's like striking up a conversation with someone at a concert. Like, you're there for the same artist, so you immediately have something in common. So there's no point in feeling, you know, hesitant or afraid to strike up a chat. You're all there to have a good time. Go ahead and go for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. That's a good segue into, like, talking about the films because that is the best way to actually meet people is to just talk about the movies. Yep. So uh, I just want to pose a question to to Brad and John. What are, like, the three films that you're really looking forward to now that we finally have two and, I guess, three uh, uh, all the waves? Yeah, it's it's uh, finalized. Other than you know the specialty screenings. Um, so John, what would still add more? Yeah, yeah, I imagine there's. It seems it's a little short this year already. So, um, what what are you what are you guys excited about? Um, from the description, Mon 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 Monsters sounds really cool. Um, I'll definitely be checking that out. Uh, the same thing with Vampire Clay. And just for the fun of it, I really want to see Jailbreak. Yeah, Jailbreak oh, looks like I a lot of fun. that's like this year's The Raid. Yeah. And that's, like, that's all you have to say to me is like, it's this year's The Raid. Okay, well, I have to go see it. Yeah, yep. it, dude, it looks insane. Like, I, it looks really, really insane. So I'm very, very excited about it. Plus, I think, like, everyone is saying that one of the opening night secret screenings is going to be The Shape of Water, and if that's there, I will literally punch a person in the face to get a seat in that theater. Um, I'd put money on it being one of the secret screenings. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's got, it's, like, for that not to play, but I can't say that, because that shit's happened before with movies, where it's like, oh, that's definitely going to play a Fantastic Fest, and it doesn't. Uh, shit like that happens, but uh, I would be very, very surprised if it doesn't. I've also heard yeah. rumors that uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine might show up. Um, it could be. That's probably a secret screening possibility. Yeah, it pro- possibly a secret screening. I, I imagine um, um, uh, the Death Wish might be a secret screening. That would um, piss off so many people. 
Dude, I would be there in a heartbeat. You know, oh, I think I want to see so it. So in that film, we we had a plan that if it does play, we're just all gonna get fucking hammered <laughs> and watch the shit out of fucking Death Wish because I, I I can't I can't take another Harry Knowles intro with Eli Roth again because that shit was fucking hilarious during Green Inferno, <laughs> but I also don't oh, want to miss it. What have been some of the past like complete duds for secret screenings? Uh, I know they did like Hell Driver. That one, that was one, yeah. Yeah, Hell Driver. People walked out as soon as it was said. <laughs> the theater Jeez. was almost empty. Jesus, it, that it, uh... that was not a good idea to do that as a secret screening. That pissed a lot of people off. Some um, of them were just weird. Like I remember they did the newest Co- uh, Coen Brothers one. Um, a serious man. Was Which, that? I mean, it, oh, yeah, that, that was, was like, like early 2010, on. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 09. Which, you I know, I enjoyed was, the I think film, it was 09, yeah. It doesn't right. feel like a secret screening film. Right. You know, let's talk about good secret screenings. Um, so, good secret screenings. Obviously, Troll Hunter, because no one knew what the fuck that was. Whether you liked the movie or not. Oh, when, that was a secret screening. Yeah. When you sit down and you watch a movie that doesn't even have an IMDb page yet, um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Troll, and Troll Hunter was a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think of some. Good Night Mommy. Yeah. Good Night Mommy was a fun one because no one knew what it was. You know, it was just Tim's like favorite movie from like Tiff yep. or something. Uh, yep. so Good, Good Night Mommy was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I don't want to say Crimson Peak because everyone knew it was playing and that right. movie sucks. Yeah, that yeah, I wasn't. I actually didn't go to that because I knew that was it. Um, yeah. So I, I actually relinquished my ticket um, for the secret screening. Um, other ones that took me by surprise. I was trying to think. Rare Exports was scheduled, right? That wasn't a secret screening. Uh, yeah, that was a scheduled one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was I was thinking about that one. Um, Green Inferno, that was a shithole. God, dude. I got sucked into that one. Um, that movie was so bad. Yeah, I was, I was, I was miserable through the entire movie. Um, secret, uh, oh, uh, the, the skin I live in, the Pedro Almodovar film. That was a nice surprise. Okay, that was 2000 and... Eleven, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a list here. Paranormal Activity three was one. Was it? Yeah, three was a three was a yeah three was a secret screening and four was scheduled because that was the Cloud Atlas and Sightseers. Yeah, Cloud Atlas. uh, I wasn't. I'm not a huge Cloud Atlas fan like most people. Uh, Sightseers was a nice nice surprise though, Um, because you know. yeah, Ben Wheatley wasn't that prominent yet. He had that one film, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it was it was nice to see Sightseers. It was a nice. That's what I like. I want to be surprised. You know, I I don't. You know, e- even though I do want to see The Shape of Water, which will be cool if it is a secret screening, but I want something totally like off the charts, like Sightseers or Goodnight Mommy or something like Troll Hunter, which I know nothing about. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think that, that's, uh, that's like the surprise of the secret screening. Um, oh, uh, last year was, um, it took a lot of people by surprise cause they, 
there's so many rumors of what it was, but it was split. You know? Okay. Um, you know, that was a secret that was screening. A secret screening? Which, yeah. Yeah. That was, oh yeah, you weren't there last year. So yeah, split. I think that was the only secret screening was, uh, was split. Um, huh. which was a mistake is people but, were like spoiling that thing like as soon as he walked out. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the one, um, thing, dude. Um, yeah. So this is what I'm going to say on the show. I think this is really funny. So during the Q and a for that movie, a certain movie critic asked, can we spoil the ending online? <sighs> that was a le- legit question. I mean, what movie would that be okay for in any situation? Right. I'll give you. Who was the critic who asked that? Guess. Jeff Snyder. No. Uh-huh. I I wouldn't know that. Harry Knowles. Harry Knowles actually asked that. Yeah. Jesus. Was he crazy. kidding? Possibly. Was it a no. tongue-in-cheek? Uh... No. It, it it wasn't like verbatim he asked that, but that was the question he was directing <laughs> at M Night. Now, hang on a second. I do want to ask about Mr. Uh, Mr. Harry Knowles. Uh, if I read correctly, didn't he help create yes. Fantastic? Yeah, him yeah. and okay. um, Tim League and Tim one League. of the writers of Secondhand Lions. Okay, and now the, the next question, what is his current involvement with Fantastic Fest? Well, according to the Green Inferno screening, um, when Fantastic Fest needs a movie... They turn to Harry Knowles, and he can magically bring it to Fantastic Fest. Hmm. Is this because he was in the faculty? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't I don't know. Um, Harry showed mad disrespect to me a couple years ago, and I didn't really know the dude. And uh, I'm not one to really forgive and forget. So What? You know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've done some shitty things myself, but at least I fess up to it and I apologize for it. <laughs> but, you know, okay, very hey, whatever. But yeah, it was just, it, it's, so I, that's, I can only imagine the fucking, I know it's going to happen. That's why I want to, like, every secret screening I don't want to miss, because it's going to be fucking Death Wish, and Harry Knowles is going to introduce it, and he's going to give Eli Roth a hug, and Bruce Willis is going to be there. And I just want to get fucking hammered and just laugh at the entire movie. Like I, like I, I, no disrespect to Eli Roth in his fucking movie. Oh, that's man. fine. I just, but I think that's the proper way to enjoy Death Wish at Fantastic Fest if it plays. I yeah, now you got me thinking. Do not player. argue that in the slightest. You what? I do not argue that in the slightest. <laughs> Dude, like everybody wants to do it. Like everybody's really pumped about fucking <laughs> about Death Wish possibly playing. So, um if it does, See, I you know, I wanted um, to play. Dude, you have to, man. Could you imagine like just like like just getting a couple like, you know, pre-gaming before the secret screening and prep of what it is? You know, like if it's the shape of water, you're feeling good, you're like, "Oh shit, this is great." Um but, uh, you know, it's just, I can't you wait. You bring a flask. Let me ask, what is, 
Because for me, a flask. I was would be gonna. Requ- that is literally required. what I was about to ask. What are the policies on bringing yeah. in a flask? Just hide it. Yeah, but a flask is easy. Yeah, they don't check bags. Or yeah, they, like they don't. They don't check bags or anything. So you're cool. Just you know, just don't be showing it around. Um, you well, know, just just you be can careful. Carry outside drinks in too. Yeah, you can carry outside drinks in, so it's okay. not that big of a thing. But also, you know, pay attention, newbies, where the smoking section is, and also. Don't take your fucking drinks in the street because you're just going to get the draft house in trouble. So keep that in mind, too. uh, File that under don't be it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but you have to say it sometimes. Well, no, that there is there is a good reason to bring that up because certain states have different laws regarding that. Like I know in uh, in Michigan, you excuse me, you can't. take your drink outside unless it's a, you know, closed and sanctioned area. Uh, whereas it seems like here, as long as it's in, you know, a relatively close by area and you don't cross the street, you're totally okay. But the lines are kind of blurry, you know? So for some people, it's like, well, I don't know. For other people, it's like, well, it, there's, you know, a certain sense of logic behind it. Yeah. They generally have basically like a little cordoned area. And there'll be signs that just say, you know, no drinks beyond this. Okay, beyond that makes, thing, that makes which sense. Which is it's super convenient, and then there's another little area where you can smoke. Though it's always recommended to go farther away so you don't annoy anyone. Okay, very fair. By the way, um, McCarg, I'm just letting you know in advance that I know that you either don't have chest hair or you shave <laughs> your chest hair. So we're going to tape the flask to your chest to sneak it into the theater. Uh, and you don't have a say. Yeah, you. Yeah, neither of those are, are accurate <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Okay, well, you know what? You yeah, don't so need I'm like a Hungarian chest hair. over here. No, you, you need you can use the chest here to tie it in place. Ooh, yeah. there you go. We can kind of like braid yeah. your chest hair into yes. a basket. <laughs> I am feeling. I mean, I, that's this. what I would do. I would, you know. I mean, I wouldn't do it to myself, but I would totally do it to Brad because I don't respect his chest hair. No one respects well, Brad. My chest hair. Hey. What's <laughs> her? <laughs> Brad rage all over you. All over your face. Brad rage 2017. You going to punch another old woman? Uh, did I punch the old woman or the child? I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> You know what? I don't care. As long as you punch someone, I want to see it. So, Brad, what's your uh, what's your most anticipated? Oh shit! Um, I really want to see Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, same here. Um, Blade of the Immortal just looks nuts. Yes, it looks so good. Uh, Jailbreak, of course. Um, yes, I've already seen a handful of these. Um. I do want to see three billboard three billboards. Um, intrigued by Apple Cart, dude. I think it's it looks great. Because, you know, I love AJ. I love Bree. Yeah, it's got a great cast. Um, uh, Barbara Crampton. Uh, what is it? Blew my mind. Looks like it's going to be like this year's Raw the lo- or this or the, year's um, the Lure. <laughs> uh, what animals dream? Yes. Yeah, that was basically this year's coming of age metaphor. (laughs) Yeah. Film. And those are generally pretty interesting. 
Yeah. Um, but um, uh, the cured looks solid. The what is it? The cured. See, I haven't seen the trailer for That's, that yet. Yeah, I've, I haven't watched any of the trailers yet. I try, I try to go in, you know, as blind as possible. Yeah, I've done um, that too, but I got stuck in those sushi typhoon movies sometimes, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> True. I thought you said. I've also, the, I you said believe it or not, gore, I've never so. seen Itchy the Killer, so I do want to see that. <laughs> what is it? I've never seen Itchy the Killer. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun, man. It's really good. So I'm probably going to catch that one for sure. So there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of good things on the list now that I've spent some time actually going through it. Yeah, I think my top three um, is going to be uh, in order. Um, Let the corpses tan will be my number one. Um, Five fingers for... uh, I don't know how to say pronounce the name. I guess it's uh, French. Uh, Marseille. It's Marseille. Okay, that's why. Thank you. So five fingers for Marseille, dude. That thing looks insane. It's a fucking South African western, and it looks dark and dingy and fucking shootout material. Um, and then I would say Cold Hell because it's supposed to be uh like Giallo esque. So I'm kind of excited about that. Hell. So, yeah, those are my uh, top three. But I mean, all in all, I mean, I have a, a, a lengthy list. Um, the films that I have seen um, that I can recommend uh, for one is Dan Dream. Uh, Dan Dream is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long, long time. It's by the guys who did Clown. Um, they're back. Um, yeah, Clown, Cloven. Mm-hmm. And then they did Clown Forever. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dan Dream is absolutely hilarious. Um, I've seen that shit twice and it brings me to tears. Um, 7842 is pretty interesting. It's the, um, kind of, uh, focusing on the shower. Yeah, the shower scene, um, from Psycho, um, which I can recommend. It's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of familiar faces as far as like, uh, you know, um, Actors and writers and directors, uh, editors, uh, stuff like that, f- focusing on the shower scene and what it means to them and how it, uh, revolutionized, um, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Darkland, um, is very, very good. Um, it's, it's so up my alley. I can't wait. I'm gonna definitely see it again. Um, it's, well, it's like a it, solid revenge. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it, like the trailer is really, really good too. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that, uh, seeing that again. Um, I can't, I'm just trying to remember anything else that I've seen. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, dude, I think it's a really good solid lineup. It's all over the place. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of new things. Um, so yeah, pretty pumped. Also playing uh, is going to be The Endless, the Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead. Yeah, I heard that's pretty great, too. It's really, really, really good. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say that in order to appreciate sort of the... I wouldn't say the growth or the maturation of them, but in order to appreciate 
what Justin and Aaron do, I highly recommend that you watch their other films just to kind of get an understanding yeah. of how their films work because then it will make The Endless all that much more enjoyable. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I love um, uh, Resolution and um, Spring, so... Spring is one of the greatest movies, I think, of the past, probably that, probably of this decade. That was one of my favorite screenings of all time at any Fantastic Fest. Yeah, it was... I, I remember that, too. It was... Um, Oh wait, no! I think I saw that as a secret screening, or not not a um, secret screening, a press press screening. I think it was alone. That's when I saw it too. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean to change tax here a little bit, but uh, I checked out the the website and they've got all the events listed, um, including the night before mixer at Peter Pan Putt Putt. Okay. Um, it's BYOB. Uh, the opening night party is a PJ party. So I think we need to go to Target and get some onesies. Just saying. <laughs> yes, I've been wanting a onesie for a long time, but it needs to have a butt flap. We can make but, a butt flap if necessary. I can make a butt but flap. But it needs to have that button, the, you know, those two buttons that are really cute. Yeah. Like, it's it's got to be the real deal. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, I mean... The, the, the number of events that they have now, um, you know, the, the, the 100 best kills that they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a lot of fun. It's now the 100 best child kills. Ooh. I mean, yeah, there's be a lot still of fun. the nerd rap. Um, the thing board game play is going to happen apparently. Yeah. And then apparently the, the fantastic fest gross out contest. I think they did that last year. Oh, isn't that the thing where Trevor ate Balut? Well, they, like, did, um, they had, like, the chef make stuff and brought it out, and it was just really disgusting stuff. Like, uh, um, I mean, not really disgusting. It was more or less like, man, I do not want to eat that, like, a fucking donut, like, filled with, like, mustard or something. Oh, God. No, I just, I remember, I think Trevor did that a couple years ago, uh, Trevor Trujillo, and he, uh, he ate Balut. Which is the the fertilized uh, duck in an egg? Oh God! Yeah, it's absolutely vile. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> I've never had it. I will never had it. I uh, never have it. But um, yeah, it looks like they've got just some killer events going on too. Yeah, and that's one thing that we never really discussed. It's like you know, seeing movies is great. Take some time yeah. off to do the events. Yeah, yeah, it's a good break. Break us to step back from movies, uh, do the events because you'll meet a lot of friends there, and there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff. It's all craziness. It sucks. You can't attend everything. Just pick and choose and be smart. Yeah, the, especially the feud and the debates. You're saying that because you might participate in a debate. Yes, but I would be saying that regardless because the debates are fun. <laughs> They are just more fun when I am participating. <laughs> oh, of course, yes, clearly. Yeah, the debates are the one. Thing I don't know if it's going to happen though. I haven't heard anything in a while. Yeah, what you're no, saying, the, Sean? the the debates are the like the one thing consistently that I always want to make sure I I would make it to when I go. For sure. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we People depending on them. who's debating, they're a ton of fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. We need to start wrapping up here. So um, all this information you can find over at fantasticfest.com. Um, the website's laid out pretty pretty awesome. You can get a look at all the trailers for all the movies that they've been that have been announced there, as well as the events, so archive news, and all that kind of stuff. Um, any, I want to go around the uh, the virtual room here. And uh, is there anything we've left out that you want you want to make sure, as far as advice goes, that you that Brad that Brad's uh, I guess that you guys would would give. Mm, have fun. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing. Additional. Is there, should people keep like, maybe do like a buffer day off when they return from Fantastic Fest? No, you'll be dead. <laughs> Brad McCarg, let's um, say you. Okay. You're pretty much only going to want to drink water for a couple days. <laughs> um, the, the one thing I want to impart on everyone is it's okay to take a day off and not see any movies. Right. Yeah, like people do some it people might give you shit for it, but at around day five or day six, you are going to want to just relax, stay in, watch some screeners if you if you happen to be pressed, or uh, you know, go check go out right around Austin. Yeah, yeah. Do something other than sit in a movie theater. You'll thank yourself. Yeah. And plus, there's so much to do, man. It, it, I mean, it kind of sucks. You got to, you know, Fantastic Fest is great, but it sucks that you can't, like, see Austin either, you know? So ma- make that time if you if you want to. Very cool. Yep. All right. So, uh, John, Jonathan, do you feel like you have some direction now? How do you, how do you feel going in? Yeah, I definitely have some direction um, I mean, I've, I've attended okay. well, yeah. film festivals in the past, uh, so I'm not too terribly concerned. Uh, I'm definitely very excited for how this is going to play out. It seems like the entirety of the film festival is not just, you know, I'm going to go see a yeah. bunch of films. It's an event. Yeah. Like, it's a big thing that when you are finished with it, you have stories to tell. You have experiences to share. You have new friends that you've made, new faces that will be a part of your life for hopefully a long, long time. And that, I think, is the most exciting part of this. Um, I know that uh, I, you know, I've said that I'm going to try and be as good as possible in terms of, you know, diet, exercise, eating, and and all of you have <laughs> kind of laughed and, you know, done that whole, like, yeah, sure, you know, good, good, good luck with that. But, um... Honestly, we'll make, I'll tell you what, we'll make a bit of a, we'll make a bit of a game with it for, for all of us. But at the same time, to all the people listening, if you run across us, uh, if you run across me, then check in with me, uh, give me some encouragement to stand <laughs> firm, to be strong. And, uh, I look forward to seeing everyone out there. You'll I'm going to secretly inject pure <laughs> lard into your face while you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, I, you're, you're I so still fucked, hold the power to not give you a key. <laughs> I'll steal yours. Steal my what? 
I will swallow it. That's what I'll do. In the morning, I'll swallow it, and then I will go to the fan t- to the Alamo hands, theater, uh, <laughs> to the bathroom in the evening, and I will fish through my <laughs> feces to make sure I can get back into the room. All right. Well, there you go. You heard it, folks. <laughs> Yeah, and that's how we're gonna end uh, this edition of the Screamcast. I'll leave it to you guys to actually do that. <laughs> Jonathan Barkon, thank you for joining us. Brad McCarg, thank you for thank- joining us and imparting your wisdom. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, thank you. So please much visit thescreamcast dot com for all of our social media links over there. Uh, as well as past shows and show notes and all that kind of stuff. Huge thank you to oneofus.net for hosting our show there. And we want to thank our sponsors, especially grindhousevideo.com. Make sure you check with them and buy your shit through grindhousevideo.com. Also, if you like coffee, coffee shop of horrors, you can do a, do the code screamcast, get 10% off of your order. Um, and of course, music by Wolfman of Mars, art by Ink Splatters, and site security, keeping assholes from hacking into our site uh, by Maintain. All those links can be, fo- be found over at thescreamcast.com slash sponsors. Gentlemen, thank you again for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll have you guys back on the show at some point. You're definitely uh, invited back. Yeah. Yeah, would love yeah, to be appreciate back. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. All right, we will talk to all of you guys uh, next time. Um, next time is going to be a, a standard show, and then we'll be doing some check-ins from Fantastic Fest once that starts here in a in a couple weeks. Right, Brad? Yep. Awesome. All right, we'll talk to all of you then. Bye bye. See ya. Peace. Oh, don't tell me you're leaving. The party's just begun. Oh.